Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Uncomfortable for Christ podcast. Oh, man, I'm excited about today. Listen, this is our ninth episode. Wow, can you believe it? Man, to God be the glory. Listen, my name is Aswin Johnson, and I'm your host, and we've got a great episode for you today. Today's topic is get uncomfortable and start producing. Yeah. Get uncomfortable and start producing. You know, I was thinking uh, about my grandfather. My grandfather has has gone on to be with the Lord, but uh, he was a pretty incredible dude. And, and I was thinking about him. He used to, when we were younger, he used to have these 4th of July picnics, you know, 4th of July cookouts. And he would have them at his house. And, you know, he would invite like uh, the people from the neighborhood and he would invite the people from church and invite his friends and, you know, be all types of food and everything. My grandmother would cook and um, they throw stuff on the grill. And he would also at the at the end of the night, he would do what he called a fireworks demonstration. And so he would go uh, to the fireworks stand and he'd buy a huge box of fireworks and then man he would light them up and let them off and as a kid we had so much fun you know i'd sit there uh, you know with a slice of watermelon and and you know a little huggy drink you know the little the little drinks that look like a little uh you know little uh little plastic huggy drinks and i would sit there with those and and just have so much fun looking at the lights and hearing the noises and the the crackle and the pop. And, you know, as my grandfather would light uh, these fireworks once in a while, he'd get to a firework and it looked like all the other fireworks, you know, it looked like them. It was packaged like them. Um, and he'd go to light it and, you know, he would light it and then he'd run away to be at a safe distance and nothing would happen. You know, the, the, he, he, he used the same fire, the, the same lighter that he used on the previous fireworks, but he'd light it and he, you know, you hear him, you'd hear, hear him light it and nothing would happen. It would just fizzle out. And so he said, oh boy, we got a dud. (laughs) Oh no, we got a dud. And it seemed like every big box that he had, you know, if there were, you know, 50 items in there. You know, he'd come across one or two duds and a dud is a thing that that fails to work properly. And so what he would do with that dud firework is he take some water and and pour over top it, you know, to make sure that the the flame was out and then he just throw it aside, you know, because it was it was no good it, it, for, for some reason that firework did not do what it was made to do. It did not do. Uh, what the manufacturer called for it to do. And that got me thinking, and that got me wanting to ask you a question. Are you a dud Christian? Are you a Christian that is failing to work properly? Now, I don't mean work, you know, as you're in your occupation as a nurse and as a doctor, uh, you know, as a custodian, Um, I don't mean that kind of work. I mean the work that we should be doing for the Lord. Or are you a dud? And my, my larger question to you is, 
are you producing? And, and so what do you, you say? Well, what do you mean producing? What are you producing fruit? Are you producing fruit? Are you doing what God saved you to do? So are you making disciples, right? Are, are you loving the Lord, your God with all your heart and your soul and your mind? Are you loving your neighbor as yourself? You know, then that comes, that was Jesus's command to us that, that comes from Matthew 22, uh, 37 through 40. And, and I would also ask you, are you taking Jesus seriously? Are you being a blessing to others? And are you bearing fruit? And, you know, that's our topic today. I want you to get uncomfortable. And if you're not bearing fruit, it's time to start producing. Now, a dud Christian is a Christian who's not bearing fruit, right? God saved you to begin to bear fruit. Now, when he saved you, he, because God can do what he wants, he could have taken you straight to heaven to be with him. But no, no, he left you and I here for a purpose. And that purpose is so that we can bear fruit. Now, when I say bear fruit, you know, uh, you're not going to have an apple growing out of your thumb. <laughs> you know, you're not going to have, a, you know, uh, you know, some grapes dangling from your chin. And certainly we don't mean, uh, you know, actual fruit, but biblically, um, many in, in the times when the Bible was written, crops were uh, a major source of currency. Crops were uh, how people fed themselves. You know, it was done through crops. And so the Bible uh, uses fruit as an illustration uh, that, that we can understand. You know, in, in nature, a fruit tree, you know, like an apple tree or an orange tree, it's, it's designed to bear fruit. You know, the reason that we know you know, if you look at a tree and you see you, the reason you know it's an apple tree is because there's apples growing on it. You know, we don't call we don't we don't look up and see apples, you know, sprouting out of a tree and say, oh, there, there goes an oak tree. <laughs> you know, no, that's an apple tree. That's an orange tree. That's a that's a lemon tree. You know, the, the fruit uh, that, that you bear is representative of what's going on in your spiritual life. Right. And in the Bible, the Bible talks about uh, fruit and the fruit of the spirit. And this comes from uh, Galatians five and uh, chapter uh, chapter five, uh, verses uh, 22 and 23. And Paul says the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness gentleness and self-control and notice in that scripture he he paul doesn't say the fruits with an s plural he does not say that he does not say the fruits of the spirit he says the fruit of the spirit the fruit of the spirit and so all of these things are the work of the holy spirit in our life and they produce all of these if you want to say signs uh, or characteristics that make up the fruit of the spirit. So love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Uh, These are all things that this, the spirit uh, begins to do uh, into our lives. And so, you know, my question to you is, are you bearing this kind of fruit? 
or are you a dud? You know, when someone looks at you or they spend time with you, uh, do they experience the fruit of the spirit that's operating in your life? You know, do they say, you know what? You know, Tim is so patient with his students. Or, or do they say, uh, you know, Jan, she is so kind to her employees. Do they say, hey, Linda, you know, every time I'm around you, I just feel loved. I, I really do. There's there's just something about you. You know, I can't quite put my finger on it, but there is something about you, Linda. Or is your tree a dud and you're not producing any fruit? You know, if, if I ask the people on uh, in your home, your family, or if I ask your neighbors or if I asked your uh, the people at work, you know, if I ask them some things about you, would they point to uh, would they would they point to the fruits of the spirit in your life? Would they be able to say, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Roger, man, great guy, great guy, always full of joy. You know, even when, uh, you know, even when things are going rough, you know, always kind, you know, is 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 that what people will will say about you? Or do people not even know that that you belong to God? Do people not even not even know anything that 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 resembles the fruit of the spirit you know are, are you quick to anger right are are you uh do you not have any self-control you know you can't, can't can't even drive in traffic without uh you know fussing and cussing somebody out right so so what what, what side of that are you on so you're either bearing fruit right either the holy spirit is at work in your life and you are bearing fruit or you're not bearing fruit or you're not, you know, when an orange tree bears orange oranges, everyone can tell it's an orange tree. And when a Christian bears fruit, everyone can tell the, the fruit of the spirit that we bear when we begin to produce, it's attractive to the world. It provides light in dark places and God wants you to bear fruit. Because it's a sign of the Holy Spirit that's in that, that's in work in your life. It's a clear indication that God is working in your life because you will produce fruit. And in many times, these uh, signs of you bearing fruit really are in the opposite of maybe the environment that you're around. You know, sometimes God will place us in an environment where there's hate so that we can exhibit the fruit of, uh, of love, right? So that we can show that, so that we can provide that light in those dark places. Sometime when someone is so mean and nasty, God will allow us to, to, to be the total opposite and be nothing but kind, right? To be Christ-like, be nothing but, but kind. Uh, to that person, you know, and, and, and have you, have people ever wondered how you can have joy in sorrowful times? Have they ever wondered how you have peace, man, when there's, there's a war brewing and, and you're at peace, you know, there, there's a, there's a virus going on and you're at peace. How is that? They wonder how you can remain calm around mean and nasty folks. They, they wonder, they wonder. 
And that's a perfect opportunity for ministry. That's a perfect opportunity to begin to share your testimony of how your relationship with Jesus Christ has had an impact and has changed your life. How it's changed you. Now, now here's what's here's what's so important that, that if you and I are going to bear fruit, we've got to stay attached to the Lord. We've got to stay attached. And, you know, in John 15, it talks about uh, that Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. And I, I don't know about you, but I've never seen uh, branches, you know, that aren't attached to a tree that are just got fruit sprouting up everywhere and, and you pull a piece off and and just another piece comes. It, it doesn't work that way. The, the way that it works is that the branches have to be attached to that tree. And that's one way that, that that's probably the best indication that you know that you're dealing with a healthy tree because that tree is producing fruit. And for you and I, that's one way that we know that we are attached to the Lord. That's one way we know that our spiritual, that God is pleased with us because we are producing fruit. We're, we're produce, producing fruit that others can see and that others will be attracted to. We're producing fruit that is so different than the way the world is. That we have self-control when the world doesn't and the world says, hey, it's your life. Do what you want to do. Right. But the only way that you can that you can remain and and begin to produce fruit is to be attached to the vine. You know, the Bible Bible says in John uh, 15 and five, it says, I'm the vine, meaning Jesus is the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you you will bear much fruit. Uh, oh, this is so important. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Apart from me, God says, apart from me, you can do nothing. You won't accomplish anything. Nothing, nothing that's on Christ's agenda, you won't. You, you can do nothing apart from me. Nothing that will last. You know, there's, there's an old, uh, old uh, uh, song. This is only what you do for Christ will last, right? And apart from him, you cannot accomplish anything. He says, I'm the vine. You're the branches. So remain in me. You know, sometimes we can we can uh, get to a place where we want to do uh, our own thing. Uh, you know, we, we can want to do our own agenda. We can get to a place where a living holy uh, doesn't always doesn't always fit into our plans. <laughs> you know, if we'll, if we'll, we'll be honest, you know, remaining in Christ, it, it, the, sometimes the, the world and, and, and the enemy can paint things where we think what's going on out there is more attractive than the Lord. But the truth is that nothing, nothing is more attractive than the Lord. If we'll spend time with him and we'll spend time with his word, everything else pales in comparison because we serve a God who is eternal. We serve a God who wants to give you and me eternal life. We serve a God that sacrificed for us, that died on the cross for our sins, but rose again 
to redeem us. And that's why we need to stay attached to the Lord so that we can begin to bear fruit so that folks can say, hey, that man right there, that's an example of a Christian. Yeah, that that woman right there, you see her, that's an example of someone who loves the Lord. What do people see when they see you? What do people see when they see your children? What do people see when they look at your household? Because because believe me, people are looking at you. You may not even know it, but people are looking at you. And God wants to use you to be in, to be a blessing to those people. God wants to use you to be a witness for him in those people's lives. And sometimes we witness without ever having to open our mouth. We witness by the way that we carry ourselves. We witness by our attitudes, right? Listen, we need to stay attached to the vine, which is Christ, so that so that he can condition our responses to things, so that he condition our our, uh, our attitudes, the way that we respond to things, the way that we do things. We want to do everything in a way and in a manner that pleases the Lord. And so what I want you to do today is I want you to get uncomfortable and start producing and start producing fruit. And the way you do that is by staying attached to the vine. So you say, Asma, well, how do I stay attached to the vine? How do I stay attached to Christ? The way you do that really is with your spiritual disciplines. It's it's with your prayer life. It's praying about God as I go out here today to to do my daily occupations. Lord, I want to produce the fruit of the spirit. I want people to praise your name just because of who you are and what you're doing in my life. And another way you do this is by reading your Bible every single day. Reading the Bible every day is the one way that I ensure myself that I've heard from the Lord. Because I can pick up the Bible and I can hear from the Lord. I can read Psalms 23 that says, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. I can read Psalms 34 that says, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. I can, I can pick up God's word and I can hear from the Lord. And in that way, I stay attached to the vine. In that way, I, as his branch, God can use me to produce fruit because I can share with someone stories in the Bible where someone had had the same situation that they had and God brought them through it. And in that way, I'm able to produce fruit and be a blessing. And so listen, that that's what I have for you today. I want you to get uncomfortable and produce fruit. Ask the Lord, God, help me, Lord, to be able to produce fruit so that I can please you. You know, uh, with the final moments that we have, I, I was thinking uh, back to my grandfather. <laughs> and this is kind of funny. You know, he he just got a kick out of fireworks. You know, he loved uh, doing those fireworks demonstrations. And I remember he went to uh, 
the fireworks stand one year and this particular year they had a big sale going on and so it was buy you know buy one because he used to buy that the, the really huge box you know it was a really i remember it was a big blue box uh, that he used to buy and that particular year they had a sale going on and if you buy one of those big blue boxes they give you one free and my grandfather was tickled about that he was so excited to to get that and so he said okay this is great what i'll do is i'll you know i'm gonna buy the big blue box and then i won't have to go back next year because next year uh you know when the fourth comes and we have our our big old uh cookout then i'll already have my fireworks so that year he went and got you know two boxes because he got one for free and he took the the spare box and he put it in his bedroom uh in his bedroom closet and he, he put it up there and <laughs> uh you know after the after the fourth my uncle he was tempted <laughs> and he wanted to you know like with my grandparents when they would leave he would open up that box and just look at all those fireworks. And the first time he did it, he he didn't touch him. You know, he just wanted to look at him because he was so excited about him and just couldn't wait until next year. So another time my grandparents left, he opened up that box and he thought he was just going to look at him. But he said he, he reached down into the box and he grabbed one of the smaller fireworks and he took it out and he ran in my grandfather's backyard and he lit the firework oh man and every time they would leave like they'd go to the grocery store or go into town or something like that he would go in that box and he'd get a firework and he'd light it well some time passed and it was time for my grandfather's uh cookout again and so my grandfather would set up and they, you know, get the food and everything together and, and put, you know, um, some some drinks and stuff on ice. And, you know, he went to go get his fireworks box. And what do you think he found? <laughs> he found only some sparklers and a couple Roman candles. My uncle had lit off everything throughout the year every time my grandparents had left him at home and, and and went to the store or something and my grandfather was so mad he was so mad because he had all these people at his house that were ready to see a fireworks demonstration and somebody he didn't know who until he started questioning had left him only with a few sparklers and some roman candles and he went down the line of his children and he was like did you touch my fireworks? Did you touch my fireworks? <laughs> and he got to my uncle and immediately he could tell who had done it. And I can tell you this, uh, you can fill in the blank to the rest of this story. Uh, my, my uncle uh, probably didn't get, get, get a good chance to sit down until the next 4th of July. <laughs> hey, listen, that's my time. I'm so grateful for you. And I'm so grateful because I know that you and I are going to talk to the Lord about producing fruit. It's going to mean that you got to get uncomfortable, uh, but let's get uncomfortable and begin producing for the Lord because he's produced so much for us. Hey, God bless you. Listen, I've got something that I produced and I hope you'll go and grab it. And that's my book. 
my book, Automatic, Automatic Defeat Temptation with an Automatic Biblical Response. I hope you'll grab a copy of that. It's really going to be a blessing for your life, and, and uh, we're going to talk about it in our next episode. So I hope you'll stay tuned for that. You can grab it at my website, which is aswinjohnson.com, or you can grab it on amazon.com. Just put in my name, Aswin Johnson, in the search box and it'll pop up. Or you can go to Glad Tidings Bookstore and grab a copy there. I'm so grateful for your support. I want you to get a copy and I want you to read it. And then let's talk about it. Hey, listen, folks, we'll see you next time on another episode of the Uncomfortable for Christ podcast. Hey, God bless you.